After two years of warnings, containment strategies, and a myriad of conflicting information from the experts, COVID is alive and well. Meanwhile indiscriminate vaccination onto every human being with a pulse is being pushed by a select group of politicians and bureaucrats as if it's as essential as oxygen. Now keep in mind that the vast majority of politicians always have their personal interests at heart, not yours. COVID's origin is still an open debate and while the finger-pointing will continue for the foreseeable future, the fact remains that the virus originated in Wuhan, China. Interestingly enough, the great majority of viruses originate in Africa and Asia, as pointed out in coronavirus, quarantine is the new segregation, and the only outstanding issue is related to the luck and or competency of the Chinese. If you didn't know, there's no such thing as luck. Apart from lockdowns, which have proven to be insufficient even with simultaneous calls for endless multi-jab vaccines and multi-layer mask wearing to the point that breathing becomes harder than lifting 500 pounds barbells, we're left with, well, masks and vaccines. Let's tackle masks first. Visually they make sense because one's mouth and nose are covered, until one starts to think about the size of the virus and the physics of aerosols, the spreading mechanism. Another point often missed is that people seldom wear masks correctly, leaving gaps on the side of the face, and creating jet propulsion out of simple breathing and sneezing. In addition, masks are now used and reused, seldom washed and sanitized, while being constantly adjusted with contaminated hands all day long. To add insult to injury, masks have now become silly fashion statements, manufactured from various fabrics with a wide spectrum of patterns. Plenty of masks also become contaminated at the source, and then shipped directly to one's face as illustrated by the video that follows. But here's a conclusion from a study published by the Centers for Disease Control, CDC, titled Non-Pharmaceutical Measures for Pandemic Influenza in Non-Healthcare Settings, Personal Protective and Environmental Measures, PDF here in case CDC changes the content. Greater than although mechanistic studies support the potential effect of hand hygiene or face masks, Evidence from 14 randomized controlled trials of these measures did not support a substantial effect on transmission of laboratory-confirmed influenza. We similarly found limited evidence on the effectiveness of improved hygiene and environmental cleaning. Although the study was conducted for influenza, COVID is a very close cousin as indicated by similarities and differences between flu and COVID-19, PDF here, and masks, as well as sanitizers, are literally useless. Yet, Every single day government officials and hypnotized human parrots on social media continue to call for mask usage. Now let's stipulate that COVID vaccines, as developed by Pfizer and Moderna, are not vaccines, and that's why the CDC changed the definition of vaccine to accommodate these beautiful pharmaceutical products that are still largely untested mRNA therapeutics. Here's the evolution of the definition of vaccination by the CDC. Vaccination, pre-2015, Injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent the disease. Vaccination, 2015-2021, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. Vaccination, SEP 2021, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Then again not all painkillers are painkillers because they may or may not kill the pain. Without slipping into an endless discussion about the various merits of the now-famous rainbow of jabs and boosters, or lack thereof, let's jump straight to two simple facts related to vaccine recipients, as acknowledged by plenty of illustrious humans and the CDC director herself. 1. COVID vaccines do not prevent infection. 2. 
COVID vaccines do not prevent transmission. The main claim and selling point as of now is that the recipient will experience milder symptoms, will not end up in an intensive care unit, ICU, and will not die. Let's forget for a second that there are side effects from the vaccines as reported to VAERS, some fatal, and let's focus on the reasoning. The call for everyone around the globe to be vaccinated to eradicate the virus continues unabated. Please see items 1 and 2. There's also the claim that vaccinated people protect others. Please see items 1 and 2, and then repeat for every nonsensical reason given for COVID vaccination. In addition, why haven't the experts been able to eradicate influenza over the last 100 years? If infection results in milder symptoms, only the recipient benefits. Thus, why the continuous call for worldwide vaccination, often accompanied by the loss of freedom? Lastly, do vaccines protect the vaccinated or not? And if so, why are the vaccinated so keen on having others injected if they're safe while they can supplement their defenses with masks? Needless to say, it's now a religion which is explained by his human intellectual stratification. Finally, there's a logical explanation for variants and it must be viewed from a unique perspective, humans have no predators, except for viruses, and nothing on earth is random, only misunderstood. Viruses seek weakness, such as comorbidities, and thrive in that domain. Vaccines trigger variants simply because viruses are active living organisms on a mission, and they intend on surviving by adopting different disguises like trained assassins as new defenses are erected. So who's responsible for the variants? The last item can now be added, 3. Vaccinated humans create variants. In closing, the word vaccination, coined by Edward Jenner in 1796, is derived from the Latin vaccinus, meaning of or from the cow. Wonder if we're seeing vaccines and reasoning derived from bull. Dash.